What's up, After Effects? I'm just going to kick right into this because I'm a little paranoid and I'm a little angry. Not really so much as paranoid. I'm I was about to say. But, but don't start with me. Paranoid me. You constantly looking over your shoulder. Honey, ain't nobody looking for you. Listen, that ain't the point. However, we starting this off with the one and only. Oh, love. Get ready for it. I've decided to change the name to No Hold Bars. Only you. Well, listen, it was either that or that other one. But since we getting ready to take a whole lot of shots at a whole lot of people, got to call it No Holds Bars. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, since you are the missus, and I do appreciate ladies first. Ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, yeah. Uh, You want to kick us off, baby? First of all, what's up, our After Effect fans? It has been a minute. Yeah. We thank you guys for being patient with us as we have worked through some stuff. And honestly, we had to take a little time to get some stuff in order and revamp some content. So... Yeah. We had to take some time and revamp some content, you guys. I dealt. We dealt with a personal death that hit us hard. Yeah. My partner, man. You know, we gonna talk about that probably in a, another episode or after we get through with this yeah. one. Yeah, but you know, guys, I just want to say this. You know, a little motivational nugget. Yeah, before we get started. Nugget. I want you guys to always remember this that no matter what life throws your way you can make it you can get through it don't get off into the whole thing of what society says about you remember what God says about you and keep moving because as long as you are still here, there is still a purpose. With that being said, let me kick this off. So, I'm going to start off with this nice little situation that people have to understand that. Being grown is a is a mentality, not a right. <laughs> okay. Age does not make you grown. Maturity, experience, those are the things that make you grown. See, what is maturity? See, I'm gonna go back old school for you. If you guys remember, if you were brought up in our generation, the the 80s babies. Then you understand that one of the things that our parents instilled in us is that you're not grown until you are out on your own, paying your own bills, making your own way, and you ain't got to call home for nothing. Now, while some of that is true, here is the preconceived notion to all of that. Number one, life don't work like that. Everybody needs somebody sometimes. Don't you want somebody to love? That's one thing. 
Number two, don't go out here hollering grown if you ain't even old enough to buy your own stuff. And if you have habits out here and you can't afford them, that's a habit you don't need. I got a testimony. Number two, if your adult self thinks that materialistic things come before your bills, you ain't grown. I feel good. If you are above the age of your mama and daddy washing your behind and you still ain't got the concept of how soap and water keep you fresh, you not grown. I wish you wouldn't trust me so much. Now, why do I say these things? Because almost everybody has hit some point in their young adult life where they thought they knew it all. They thought nobody could tell them nothing. And let's keep it real. Black folks. Society says 18 grown and gone. The reality of the situation is that is not how that works. Why do we think that Caucasian people, Hispanic people, Chinese people are so successful? They're successful because they don't kick their kids out at 18 and tell them to figure it out. Here and now. They teach their children to trade. They teach their children to skill. Their children do not move out of their home until they are college graduates. Oops, I did it again. They have mastered a skill or a trade. And they make sure that when these children move out, these children can definitely survive on their own. I love you. It is the black community that act like parenting stops at 18. You can hate me now. And I'm still trying to figure out what could you possibly do at 18 that renders the definition of an adult. Because you can't even go to college without your parents or your legal guardian's income tax papers. What you say? They can you cannot buy nicotine, you can't drink, you can't even get a car, a rental car until you're 25. A Ooh. lot of apartment complexes don't accept 18-year-olds because of the maturity level. Stop front. But your 18-year-old is grown. Snitching. Therefore, you seeing a ill-prepared, not ready person out here and say, make it how you live. Hi, hater. Then, when society wraps your child up, Oops. your child realized that because they don't have the proper education... They're not making any money. They are out here sleeping with 
whoever. And now they done brought a baby in the property. Cash rules everything around me. And the next thing you know, you're trying to figure out why your child with a baby on their hip is knocking on your door. Girl, you look good. And or you're dreading getting a phone call because you done threw your son out to the wolves. Now your son then got caught up in the first thing that then said, hey, we a brotherhood. Oh, we love you. Now you crying because your son locked up. Now you crying because the police knocking on your door. Here is the thing. If we would stop blaming other races. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. And actually parent actually teach because at some point we have to stop using the excuses of well mommy didn't do it daddy didn't do it let me break it down you know you make me want to shout i lost my mom unfortunately when i was 11 years old my daddy did not raise me my grandmother was not equipped to raise me but she did what she could with the tools that she had now hold on to that at 15 i moved out of state my whole life changed i am who i am today because of all of those experiences but if i'm still living off of what happened 20 plus years ago if i'm still blaming mommy left daddy didn't do grandma didn't do sister brother cousin didn't do at this point i'm a grown woman with my own career with my own husband with my own house at some point I have to say, I don't want to do it because I don't want to do it. Watch what you say to it me. It is nobody else's fault. So, one of the things that we talked about is maturity. Maturity comes with life lessons. Yep. But I will be the first to say that there are some life lessons... You don't have to go through. There are things that you choose to go through. And then there are situations that you have to survive because you were put in. That's reality. But it starts with the upbringing. I have said this and I will continue to say it. When my children get here, I wish somebody would look at my child and say, when you turn 18, you grown and you can do what you want to do. Because what I'm going to say to that individual is, if my child get disrespectful and get dumb at 18 because of the seed that you planted in their head, Understand that after I get my child together, I'm coming for you. Well. 
Because I don't care how old you are. If you are up under somebody else's roof, you have to abide by the rules that are set in that house. If that's not what you want to do, then you need to go out and get your own. But your children should feel comfortable staying at home. Home should be their safe haven. Home should be their peace of mind. You should never have your child going through such a treacherous childhood to where the first thing they want to do is run away from safety. Now, again, I get it. People do what they do with the tools that they have. But when do we stop using excuses? We blame everybody. Oh, mommy didn't teach me. Daddy didn't teach me. Well, the man said I wasn't going to amount to nothing. And the color of my skin means that I'm not going to be successful. I told my husband this years ago, stop coming to me with statistics because I'm not a statistic. And I don't care what the percentage of X, Y, and Z, or Z, and E is. I set the bar. What does that mean? That means stop telling your children they never going to be nothing. Stop telling your children that they're not going to amount to anything. Stop telling your children that they always going to have to work under or work for somebody else. Because that's not true. You can do anything. The limitations that are set are set because we allow them as a community. As a African-American community, we've allowed these standards to be set. We are taught that when we walk past other races, we should bow our head or we shouldn't speak to them. No, here is the problem. Black folks want to walk around here uneducated. So you don't know how to talk to people who are in position of authority that can open doors for you, for you to be in position of authority. Well, you can't speak to someone else if you don't know how to communicate if every other word out your mouth is a cuss word if you don't know the english language and don't know how to articulate your words or you don't know how to you should know how to change your language now i'm educating some folks for a reason you need to learn to change your language First of all, profanity is just another ignorant language. It means that your vocabulary ain't big enough for you to pull on other words. So you want to stick to three and four letter words that make you sound dumb, that make you sound ignorant, that keeps you at the rock gutted level. Because you don't want to take the time to learn the English language. I am amazed. I will never forget. I used to read English papers as a teenager for another school. And it amazed me 
at the broken English that I was reading from people my own age. You can't spell, you can't write, you can't formulate a sentence, you can't write a paragraph, you can't even tell me the five parts of a paper. But you're but you want a job. You want to make money. But you can't talk. You can't write. It is more important for you to lay on your back than it is for you to get an education. And then you turn around and you want to blame the white man. That's not how that works. Not at all. Do I know every word in the English language? No, I don't. But when I speak, I know who I'm speaking to. Let me rephrase that for you English majors out here. I know whom I'm speaking to. I know how to articulate my words. I know how to convey, pay attention, how to convey my message, get my message across without, oh, wait a minute. But when you do that, you're speaking white. I forgot. You're betraying your own race when you choose to be educated versus ignorant. So I'm here to help some people. It is okay to be who you are, but you should know how to speak to people on every level. You should be able to speak to the president just like you should be able to speak to the crackhead on the street. I don't understand this white language and black language and white America and black America. The last time I checked, it is one America. And the reason why, quote unquote, white people are more successful than black people is, again, the upbringing. I have never known a, a, a culture like mine that is so gun ho on making people struggle. I ain't never understood that. Mama and daddy in the projects and in poverty. And that's the lifestyle you want for your kids. So you okay with your child being your next door neighbor in the projects. Oh, wait a minute. As long as that child is making a paycheck and bringing you home the money, you don't care what they do. Where's the standards? We should always want the next generation to be better. But in order to get the next generation there, we have to start being better. Because you can talk all you want, but these next generation people, oh, they all about that action. And will tell you in a heartbeat, how are you going to tell me X, Y, and Z, and you 
ain't did. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So that lead by example becomes very powerful. But we got to stop this. We have so much racism in our own culture. It makes absolutely no sense. I ain't never known one culture to be racist between light skin, dark skin, caramel complexion. We're all black. What are you talking about? They're all white. What are you talking about? How is it that you're a light skinned person talking about you don't want to date a dark skinned person? We are the most racist culture. I have never heard a group of Caucasian individuals get together and say, oh, you too pale. I can't talk to you. I ain't never heard that. I hear it in my community all the time. Oh, you light skin. So you fit right in. But again, there goes the slave mentality. That that. You want to carry, but then you want to march talking about Black Lives Matter. Well, I need to know which black life you're talking about. The light skin, the caramel, the dark skin. Wh which life are you talking about here? Because when it all boils down to it, all of us, no matter what the race is, we you cut us, we all bleed. I got Puerto Rican friends. I have white friends. I have a friend that lives an alternative lifestyle. I have married friends. I have single friends. What am I saying? I'm saying that as long as you are a good person, that's what matters to me. Not your color. Not, not your sexual orientation. Because I don't have nothing to do with your sexual orientation. So I can't be friends with you because you're white. I can't be friends with you because you're gay. I can't be friends with you because of this. No. As long as you respect my boundaries. That's all that matters. It is when you disrespect my boundaries. That we can no longer be friends. But. When you understand that your life is not my life and my life is not your life, then we could get along just fine. There are certain conversations I'm not going to sit and have with you. There are certain topics that are completely off the table. But at the end of the day, you're still human. We want to talk about all these races. What about the human race? Mm. Come on. We talking about I have to prepare my children for this screwed up world that y'all create. Because all this mess wasn't going down when I was a kid. Hello. And it was so funny because an individual made a whole TikTok video that now is not just about teaching children 
about the birds and the bees. Now you got to teach them about the the bees and the bees, the birds and the birds, the birds that want to become bees, the bees that want to become birds. And my thing is, what? Why do I have to teach my child all of that? Instead of just teaching my child, no matter who they are, no matter what they want to do, treat them accordingly. That's all I should have to teach. You treat everyone with respect. You treat everyone with decency. You treat everyone with honor, no matter their race, no matter their sexual orientation. You do not do anything other than treat a person the right way but no because of the the society we live in we got the white race we got the black race we got the light skin race we got the dark skin race then we got the blue collar the black collar this collar this collar what is all of this what is all of this so because i'm black I have to teach my children to fear the police. No, I'm not teaching my child to fear the police. Because I shouldn't have to if you're doing the right thing. Why do I have to teach my child to be cautious of people that's supposed to be out here to protect and to serve their community? Why should I have to teach my child to fear what our tax money pay for. What about teaching them to be law-abiding citizens? I've seen a lot of these videos out here. People up here talking about, oh yeah, the cops did, and the cops and the cops and the cops. What? So the cop pull you over or come up behind you for suspicious activity they ask you for your identification and you want to get into a whole argument with them because they asked you for your id but if you wasn't sitting outside at one two three o'clock in the morning in the suspicious area they would have no reason to bother you Going back to that, I'm grown and can do what I want to do. I'm going to tell you what I told my daughter. The rules don't change. You still have rules. Everybody who want to holler, I'm grown and can't nobody tell me what to do. That's not reality. It just shifts. It's no longer mommy and daddy telling you what to do. Or grandma and grandpa telling you what to do. It's you got that rental office telling you what to do. That mortgage company telling you what to do. The light company telling you what to do. Them car note people telling you what to do. The bosses at your job telling you what to do. So we have to stop telling our younger generation that, oh, well, when you get grown, you can do what you want to do. No. No. The difference is your consequences become greater when you transition from childhood into adulthood. That's the only difference. Because as an adult, you can get locked up. 
As an adult, you could be homeless. As an adult, you could be jobless. If you refusing to do what somebody's asking you to do. Now, here is the thing. Can't nobody make you do nothing. But here is the flip side of that. Even as a child, you can't be made to do anything. Which is why discipline comes a part of it. Because you tell the child to do something and the child does not do it and you correct the behavior so that they understand that you have to abide by somebody's authority. Even if you own your own company, let's break it down there. Even if you're a business owner, even if you're the CEO, you still have someone you have to answer to. Well, what do you mean, Mrs. Sutton? How is that possible when you own your own company? Because there are partnerships and ownership. So you got to talk to your business partner. You got to talk to your employees. You got to talk to the banks. You got to talk to nonprofits. There is still people. That you have to deal with. There are still people that you have to work with. There is still somebody that you have to listen to. So you might as well start training people to learn to listen now. Stop blaming other cultures for why you choose not to be successful. If you want to live in poverty, just say that. If you okay with being hood rich, just say that. Don't blame Billy Bob because you don't want to move out the projects. Don't blame Peter because you okay staying on Section 8 forever. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't get mad at nobody for that. Because what people fail to realize is a difference between getting a helping hand and taking advantage. Yes, it is. I'm going to keep it all the way a buck. And y'all know how I do. I keep it real. Some years ago, I got into an argument with another female. And... It wasn't even my argument. It was just the fact that she was disrespectful to me. Even though she was talking to someone else. And y'all, y'all After Effects fans, y'all done been around long enough to know that I don't do well with disrespect. So as a result, I broke it all the way down and told her like, hey, you coming for me. But you running around here with a hundred kids and ain't got a job the first. And went even further and said, tell my nieces and nephews I said hi because my tax money pay for their education. <laughs> I just had to school somebody else to say, they said, oh, well, don't you want to pay my thousand dollar restitution? I bust out laughing and said, honey, I pay taxes in two districts. 
I sure ain't sending you no thousand dollars. Was I wrong? No. Because you made a decision to have all these kids and you want these children to be label whores. And please, let's talk about this. What is up with folks running around here? You want your child in Gucci and Prada and Nautica and and $300 shoes. I'm not buying no child whose feet grow every 2.5 seconds. No $200 shoes. Well. Y'all done lost y'all mind. Meanwhile, y'all spending all this money on Jordans and Nautica. It only got a $25 rent. Make it make sense. I'm gone. Make it make sense. Where is your priorities? Where is your priorities? So you mean to tell me you can afford $200, $250 for a pair of Jordans? For a pair of Kyrie's. But you got a $25 rent. The math ain't mathing. It ain't mathing at all. But you will find some way to flip it around and say, well, I ain't got no credit. The white man won't give me a house. So that's why I live in the projects. Why you ain't got no credit? Or is it because Bonquisha and them back in the day was running your social security like the lottery? <laughs> Could that be why you ain't got no credit? Jesus. Because black folks good for that. They light bill in, in a, in a two-month-old's name. Explain that to me. That baby social security number hot off the press and they got a light bill. Come on, black folks. But the white man did it. No, no, bruh. No. The white man ain't did jack. This is what you did. Then, when you turned 18 and found out that Bonquisha and them jacked up your credit, instead of either going after them for it, or working to pay it off because you know we good for saying oh well even though mommy cracked out and screwed up I ain't suing them we, we good for that part so even though we can get free attorneys out here but whatever I digress um you go and you do what you start screwing up your, your social security number then you trying to figure out why you can't get a house, why you can't get a car, why you can't get nothing. Hmm. Then it's well, the white man don't want to hire me. First of all, I ain't hiring your behind either. If you walking up in here and some ripped, hey, please let's talk about this. What is going on? Because I see this too much. I took somebody to a job interview a few months ago. 
This individual walked out for this job interview. Now, listen to me, people. Please listen. Pay attention for the people in the back. I need you to listen. All those in the nosebleed section, pay attention. Pay attention. How you going to a job interview in ripped up jeans, crop tops, tennis shoes, and nappy hair? And you think somebody about to hire you? I quit. You think somebody about to hire you? And you coming off the street looking like you just came off the whole stroll. And you think somebody about to hire your behind. But then you'll find a way to blame everybody else for that too, right? Now. Don't get me wrong. I know there are certain situations where people don't have professional clothing. I know that. I get that. I'm not knocking that. But ripped up jeans? Even if you're going to wear a pair of jeans to an interview, do they have to have holes in it? You ain't got a full length t-shirt somewhere that you can throw in somebody's dryer for 50 cents and knock the wrinkles out and tuck it in and make it look professional. You can't take, heck, if you ain't got no water, you go into somebody's McDonald's Go into somebody's Burger King and get a paper towel, use a little soap, and wipe your shoes off. Folks done got comfortable walking into these places of employment any kind of way. Any kind of way. And then when you don't get the job, oh, I knew they was racist. Really? <laughs> they was racist Seriously That's the excuse you gonna use They was racist Really You walked in there Smelling like hot Fritos and butt But they was racist But they was racist Really mm -hmm. Your name longer than the McDonald's menu But they was racist Alize Bonquisha Shanala Lima Toro Bleach uh Pine Saw Africa Diabo Wallaby Latasha's I'm talking about folks, it is a difference between being creative and just being downright ratchet. Do y'all not know that y'all can cost y'all kids jobs by these names that y'all be giving them? Bonquisha Alize Permeries. Like, what is y'all doing? Y'all giving these kids 1,500 names, names that don't make sense, stuff folks can't spell. Alizé Tequila, come here. And what? And then you wonder why jobs taking applications and throwing them away? They can't even get past the name. <laughs> So I would throw the application in the trash can too if I don't even know who I'm calling. 
I don't want to sound ignorant trying to pronounce your name. We got to do better. And then what is up with all this outlandish hair color? This 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 is this is our folks. I can see clearly now. <laughs> y'all going in there with hair down to y'all ankles, nails longer than the than the day is long, and you can't tell me with them nails that y'all can wipe y'all selves properly, women. What is y'all doing? Oh, you walking around here with every color of the rainbow in your head. All down to your feet like you ain't stepping on that crap. Step in the name of love. Like what? But oh no, the white man won't give me a chance. No, you're not giving yourself a chance. Makes no sense. The crap that I see. None whatsoever. What are y'all doing? But y'all blaming everything else. Oh man, they against my son, man. You know, my son take Queen, an Ellie, a Mania, a Mod, Shababwe. Your son wasn't jailbreak. Like what? They not against your son? But when when in life would you ever gonna tell your son to buy some clothes that fit his waistline? Why is he walking around with his pants down to his ankles? And you wonder why he can't get a job? No, because in the employer's mind, he ain't trying to get a job. He trying to go to jail. Mm-hmm. But we don't teach that. We don't teach that sagging came from a culture of jail. Mm-hmm. They used to tell other men that you were ready to be sexually involved. Oops. And we done took this and made it a fad. Really? Really? And you okay with your son being the size of a toothpick, but his clothes is 500 sizes too big. I'm done. Your daughter got yeast infections every other day because her clothes so freaking tight can't nothing breathe. But you okay with all of this? I know I can. I mean, yeah, you would be okay with it when you ain't but 10 years older than the daughter. Wow. And you squeezing your fat behind into they two little clothes. Talking about I'm sexy. No, you need to sit down. I'm bringing sexy back. Milkshake brought on the boys to the yard got a lot of y'all minds messed up. <laughs> a lot of y'all minds messed up. Heck, I got a whole elderly grandmother and have a hard time trying to buy her clothes because everything is prostitutey and hookerish. Mm-hmm. 
and she ain't wearing it. And I don't dress like that, and I ain't putting that crap on my grandmother. But this, but this, the white people, right? Yeah, no, nope. Half of y'all men out here too busy teaching y'all son how to sell drugs, screw women, and they don't even know how to tie a tie. Yet, let alone put on a suit. Said. They can't even spell dress pants. Said. These girls don't even know what a skirt is because a skirt to them is something that show everything in their nether region. Yep. But this the white people fault? I doubt it. No, the reality of it is somebody somewhere need to do something different. Somebody pray for me. Because this is ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. You can't even go out here and buy kids clothes properly no more because they got kids out here showing their whole entire body. Yep. But yeah, be us with our kid all over the internet shaking their diaper. <laughs> oh, but that's what babies do. They twerk. Excuse you? Now, don't get me wrong. We all know that it is in the African-American community dance and all of that. But is that for social media? Do, do you have to condone your child shaking and dropping on the internet? And, and why are we putting our babies in pampers on the internet anyway? Mm. But then when somebody's little sick and twisted mind Ooh. start thinking that your baby look good, Ooh. then you're going to be looking for that same racist individual to lock that little pedophile up, right? Yeah. That's what you're going to be looking for. You're going to be looking for that same white judge to lock whoever was stalking your little baby up. Oh. Well, it's just a child. They don't mean they have to do that. But we don't get how we open doors yeah. And then yeah, get yeah. mad when other people don't close them for you. Come on. Why are we putting kids on camera potty training? Woo! Don't go there. And it mainly be us. Yep. Because we got to show every cute little moment. Oh, look, baby cuckoo done took her first boo-boo. No. <laughs> you can't type that in the status? Do you got to put the video? Do it got to be a picture? Mm. Like, what is y'all doing? Exploiting your own children and don't even realize it. Come on, girl. 
So was that the white man too? You better say that. Because I know where my culture come from and I know it come from the day along the dresses being all the way down to your ankle. Yep. Long sleeves, winter, summer, winter, fall. So you you go you gonna blame the white people for that too? Mm. That you can't keep nothing off of social media? Oh girl. Nothing. Okay. Listen, the choice is y'all's. There is a whole world out here that are looking for educated, successful individuals. Mm -hmm. People will give you a chance if you show up. You ain't got to run with every fad out here. You think I'm running around here as a grown individual gainfully employed with a career because I showed up half dressed and naked? <laughs> or could it have been that my credentials because I fought for something? Yep. Because I refused to be a statistic out here. Come on. Because I have a legacy yep. that I'm trying to build. I got standards to set. So if I'm going to set them, I got to set them the right way. So when my children come up, my influence, my husband's influence need to be greater than any influence that's out there in them streets. What's the influence in your home? And why is your influence not greater than any other influence? Or could it just be you don't have an influence? Because you don't care. Mm. And that was mommy's fault because mommy didn't care. And that was grandma's fault because grandma didn't care. At some point, when did it become your fault? Mm. When does it become your responsibility? Yeah. And not everybody else's responsibility. Now, I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist. That would be a lie. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that there aren't circumstances and situations where the color of your skin is the reason why you don't get something. I'm not saying that. But when do we make the decision to beat the odds? Because one person's no is another person's yes. 
But if we keep using clutches. There it is. If we keep using the government as a clutch. There it is. And actually get out here. And do something. No, you want to stay on government stuff for the rest of your life. Because you too cheap to pay for something. Because you want to hold your money so you can go out here and buy weed. Again, how you paying more for your habit than you are your house? Make that make sense. But hey, this is the world we live in, right? The world that teaches us that I could spend a hundred dollars on a fifth of weed. I could go out and buy all the liquor bottles. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to rep 30th and 55th and all this to the day I die. Hmm. Yep. That's all you worth? Mm-hmm. Or is it just me that say I want to own something? I don't want to rent forever. I want to own something. Because I'm with, I gotta leave a mark. But hey, everybody don't have that mentality. And for the generation that's coming up that has to deal with that, I'm so sorry for you. I hurt for you. Because the world is your oyster and you can be and do anything that you set your mind to. You just got to take the limits off of God. Hmm. No, this was a hard segment for a lot of people. And I'm pretty sure we're going to lose some listeners behind this one. And I could care less. Because somebody got to love you enough to hold you accountable. Y'all know how I come. I've always came real. And never just with this show. I'm 124 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. And the reality of it is. Save these benefits for people who really need them. If you're fully capable, physical, able, mind, body, and spirit, go out here and get an education and get a job. Mm-hmm. Stop kicking these babies out at 18. And stop taking their little McDonald's money. Come on. It's one thing to have them pay a bill. But they financing your whole house. Mm. 
So that's what you raised your children for. So they could be paying $500 or $600 in your house so you can keep your money in your pocket. No individual that has ever come up under our roof could ever say that. Nope. Because we don't move like that. Mm -mm. Because we want you to have money to get out of our house and get your own. Yeah, expeditiously. Can't do that if I'm in your pocket. You mean in the whole outfit. Because let's just be honest. That's the whole thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. Teach your children. There's nothing wrong with using government houses when you first starting out. But teach them as quick as they got in and get out. Ain't nothing wrong with them having government insurance. But teach them as soon as they get in position to do something different, get off of it. Ain't nothing wrong with food stamps. But when you're able to buy your own food, get off of it. Stop blaming the white man, but then you need the white man's assistance. You need the white man's food stamps. Preach, girl. You need the white man's housing. Preach. But it's their fault. But you depending on them. Mm. You counting on them. And then half the time you counting on them so you can sell it. Ooh. Yeah. And then you trying to figure out why your child in school starving. Because you done sold $1,000 worth of food stamps to buy flat screen TVs, stiletto heels. Come on, y'all. Don't forget paying for four, $500 hairdos and nails. Come on, y'all. Y'all, I just got my nails and stuff done today for the first time this year. Yeah. Because nothing comes before my home. Get it together. And, and I, while I can hear the thought, don't underestimate me. I am definitely working. But right now, the balance is a little different from your home. You know what your home is. And what we do is we get what is necessary first. Right now, the most important thing is my grandmother is about to turn 98 years oh, old. Come on, God. Longevity money can't buy that. Comes and up. she about to have a bomb birthday. However, whew, that girl ripped y'all, ripped it a new one. All I can say is, hey, after effects, more coming soon. King Solomon Jr. I'm Mrs. Sutton. This is No Hold Bars Part 1. God help us on part two. Peace. Peace.